Hey everybody, welcome to Lady Overlander later. Oh Lord, let's try it again. Welcome to Lady Overlander Radio. <laughs> we have Gia with hopefully ever after with technical difficulties tonight. Stay tuned. Grab your favorite drink, whether it's a coffee, cocktail, or tea, and get ready. It's Ladies Night on Lady Overlander Radio. The Lady Overlander Radio Podcast is sponsored by Frontrunner Outfitters, Midland Radio, Go Treads, Sport Keg, CB Adventure Supply, Adventure Trail Outfitters, Overland Spices, and the Moore Expo. And we're back. <laughs> we're back. Thanks for tuning in, everybody. It's going to be a ridiculous evening because that's how I roll. <laughs> I am less my partner, Misty. She is on a little um, staycation. We'll say that. Okay. Doing her thing. So it's just me and my other girl, Gia, from Hopefully hey. Ever After. Hello, hello, Arla. It is How so are you? you? I'm good. Yeah? Happy Thanksgiving, Merry Christmas, all that good stuff. <laughs> Happy holidays, all those things. How was your uh, Thanksgiving? It was fantastic. I did not want it to be over, but I was glad that it meant Christmas break was right around the corner. So it was so good. How about y'all? You guys had company in, right? We did have family in from uh, out of town that I don't get to see very often. My family uh, from Indiana and um, they came in Tuesday and left Sunday. And of course I was sad because uh-huh. my other person, uh-huh. you know, left and went back to Indiana, but yeah. this is how it is. Yes. But it was hectic and busy, and you can still see the bags under my eyes. I'm super tired um, and whiny, <laughs> like usual, <laughs> and ridiculous. Hey, Gloria, girl. Hey. Oh, my goodness. Look at this. It's so fun. It's so fun. So. It was such, I loved Thanksgiving though. The weather was perfect. It was absolutely, I mean, like it had a little bit of everything. It had the like rain at the beginning so you could be all cozy at home. And then the like Thanksgiving day was stunning. Like it was, and the day before Thanksgiving. It was nice. So it was just, it had a little bit of everything, sunny and rainy and it was wonderful. I loved it. Yeah, it was great. So tell me, what did you and your lovely husband Joey, do yeah. for the Thanksgiving week? Well, okay. What did we not do? That is the question. Um, <laughs> I am um, that Friday. I actually came down with the bug. I had to take oh. a sick on on before Thanksgiving though. So I had to take a sick day, sick day on Thursday from school. Then I went back on Friday, the day before Thanksgiving break started, even though I felt like death because I was like, that is too cruel to do to some substitute. Like, <laughs> This is the day before a week off. Peace out. Good luck to you. Oh, exactly. Love you. You guys yeah. Good. <laughs> yeah, I'm that would I'm sure that would earn me a spot in, you know, hell somewhere. Anyway, um, so I was not feeling well. So that night we had Thanksgiving with Joey's family that Friday night. And I Arla, I fell asleep at the table. Like fell asleep oh. at the table because I just was sitting there thinking nobody like my eyes just were getting heavy and I was like I'm just gonna shut them for a second like just for a second and the next thing I know like everybody's like are you okay oh. so, yeah that was a shining moment so anyway I go home that night sleep for 13 hours oh wow I know I I needed it and then um felt woke up feeling so much better still had a cough you know chest congestion that kind of stuff but Felt so much better. But Joey and I had planned on leaving that morning at, um, gosh, like four o'clock in the morning to go Eagle Rock Loop. It's about a 30 mile um, backpacking loop, the largest backpacking loop in Arkansas. And um, we're going to hike that. But we, in order to get the trailhead nice and early, we were going to have to leave the house at four. Well, yeah, sleeping for 13 hours means that you do not leave at four o'clock in the morning. So, after I woke up, we were kind of reevaluated. We realized, you know, with the bad weather, 
the rainy weather and stuff coming in, like we thought maybe not. So we ended up that Saturday was gorgeous. So we went in and to Mount Nebo State Park and we did the bench trail. And the bench trail is like four miles, but it's got hike in camping spots. So we hiked in with our packs and we'd gotten some new gear and everything we wanted to try out. So it was just the perfect opportunity to hike in with our packs, set up camp, try everything out. And we somehow lucked into a cabin then the next two nights. So we camped the first night, dated a cabin on Mount Nebo right off the rim trail, hiked the rim trail. It was gorgeous. And then we had like the perfect spot to just watch the weather, weather roll in. So nice. we're in a cabin with a fireplace, you know, going and Rough. it was, I know it was fantastic. And so that was um, Sunday night and Monday night. And then we woke up really early on Tuesday and we went to Devil's Den State Park and we hiked the Butterfield Trail. That's by me. Yeah. So we were planning, we were so bummed that we weren't able to get with you guys. Um, That's okay. Yeah. Yeah. That's okay. <laughs> Life is busy, but um, we, um, so that we were planning on backpacking. And so we had our packs, you know, I was carrying about 20 something pounds, like, like a little oh. bit pounds. Joy was carrying like 26, 28 pounds and it's, it's about 15.6 miles. And so we were planning on hiking and then camping for one night and then hiking out the next day. Well, well, oh. it started raining that night, like mm -hmm. And it was drizzly and gross, and we hadn't expected rain again. And we looked at each other, and we were like, "Let's finish this." So, <laughs> so we just plowed through, and then got back to the car. We were starving, we were freezing, and we—I mean, okay, Pavilion Buffet down the street from y'all—that yeah. was our stop. We got in the car and I was like, I'm so hungry and I want Chinese buffet. So let's go. I know. So then after that, we met up with my family, stayed there for a few days, came back to central Arkansas. I had like Thanksgiving, um, like they call it Thanksmas for with Joey's extended family where they celebrate yeah. Thanksgiving and Christmas all together. So we did that and then had a couple of days at home and it was just, it was fantastic. <sighs> I was feeling so much better, but. We got a lot of miles in, just didn't get them the way that we expected. I know. Here yeah. is here is said spouse right now. Uh, oh. Joey says it was amazing. She did amazing. <laughs> of course, he's going to gloat over you. Of yeah. course. He's a good man. He's a good man. How many miles did y'all end up doing total? So um, I added it up. Like it was like four and it was over. It was almost 30 miles for the week. Oh. Because like, it was 16 miles like um, at the Butterfield Trail and then the other hikes, com everything combined. It was almost, it was about 30 miles for the week. Uh-huh. You're a beast. Oh, well, thank you. Yes. You're sick and still <laughs> hiked 30 miles. You did about 29 and a half more than I would do. <laughs> Hiking is not my thing. Uh, I know it should be because it's really good for you and all that stuff. But it's, no. I got a perfectly good Jeep that I could, you know, I could yeah. see lots of stuff that way. Well, it, it does. Like, you got, you have a knee thing that I don't have. So, I know. Yeah. Looks How to get old. Yeah. <sighs> it just looks to get old. It is I, what it is. Yeah. Yeah. It is what it is. <laughs> well, it sounds like y'all had a great week. We did. Well, she had a few days at home still. Did PJ go with you guys? That's their dog. He, um, so PJ, we dropped her off at my mom's house. And then PJ stayed with mama until we went and picked her back up. So she was there at my mom's for a couple of days. And my mom was like, PJ loves, um, loves sitting in my lap. PJ loves treats. So by the time we got to PJ, PJ was a spoiled pup. Like she's already spoiled. Yeah. She's already but... spoiled. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Yeah. But little adventure pup was very, um, she going, I think she was the one that had the hardest time transitioning back to regular life because on Monday when school started back up and she saw us putting our school clothes on and she was like, what? <laughs> I, I only we, just found you. <laughs> no, I thought that we just all stayed home now together forever. I know. PJ loves her mama. Yeah. Oh, her dad. It's all about her dad. Like, we know it's about daddy. We know that she does love you and you <laughs> did get her a really cute new pink jacket, which is super cute. It is precious. She yeah. has several coats. Mm -hmm. She wants. She wants for nothing. 
that you're right about that. Our little PJ, she's so sweet. Yeah. Um. So I know that. So I met you probably I don't know a year ago, right? Yes. Yeah. Probably a year ago, and we've been thick as thieves ever since. Yes. So. I know just with talking with you that you have been a big fan of the outdoors for a long time before you, before you and Joey got together, married, yeah. started your lives. Yes. This is not, it was not some hoax. No, this wasn't something new for you. Exactly. I didn't Maybe the overlanding. Yes. And we'll get into that, but. Overlanding, definitely. Yes. But for you, you've, you've been a hiker for many years, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah. That was like growing up, that was actually, um, we used to go, we, my dad was in the military, so we lived all over the place. And that was just kind of a thing, like we would, you know, hike and they have these, um, they're called folks marches, like mm -hmm. they're, and when we were in Germany, we used to do them a ton, but they're just like paths that you, like routes and hikes that people walk. And some mm -hmm. of them are more rugged, you know, through different trains. Some of them have like paths through town and everything, but my dad got us these little wooden canes and for every Volksmarch that we would do, Volksmarch, um, you would get this little um, metal, like little metal patch and mm -hmm. he would hammer it to the cane. So it was just so much fun as a kid to collect like these yes. patches. We and have that. We have walking sticks. And yeah. when we go to some of these state parks, they have those in the visitors um center and go in and get those and put them on i know exactly what you're talking about it's like a little coin almost but it's yes. really thin and you just got little nails on you just yes, tap it exactly so it's just super little, cool we were so that was just like a thing that we did in our family growing up like that was always you know that's how we explored areas was on foot i remember mm -hmm. like i mean seriously like being a kid and complaining to my mom like i'm so thirsty and my mom being like swallow your spit like like <laughs> <laughs> there was not you know like the idea of not doing it or stopping like that was not that was not what we did so but like and then when we lived in nashville like after we moved back to the states um there's a spot called radnor lake that has a trail around the lake and so that was something that our family did together all the time was just go walk radnor lake so just just grew up doing that and then it's just the you know it's it's i always have a pair of hiking boots i always have you know i always have a pair of hiking boots that i can slip into and get away so yeah i don't know who he's talking to i don't know either he's talking to <laughs> so, are you watching two different podcasts at the same time that's cheating <laughs> even if it's in different zip codes and everything good lord um so Favorite outdoor pastime? I mean, I know you, you guys do a lot of kayaking and yes. backpacking and hiking and all the things outdoors, basically. Yes, we do. We love it. Okay. Like paddleboard, if it's in or on the water, I'm going to adore it. I'm a huge, like, that's the other thing that we did in our family. Like, I grew up on swim team, swam all year long, was on the high school swim team, could have swum in college, but was like, no, I'm tired of having chlorine for breakfast. I'm out. But um, so huge swimmers. So anything in or on the water. So whether it's kayaking or paddleboarding, and I adore snorkeling. I love like any chance I get to get under the water, see the fish, even just like I've snorkeled in the buffalo, like just like paddling around, like like just bobbing around, like even freshwater streams and rivers or lakes. Like it doesn't mm -hmm. even have to be somewhere exotic. I just love getting in the water okay <laughs> she's a fish costly in the water no matter the temperature so if you love snorkeling do you have a planned vacation that may be coming up that would encompass snorkeling well actually okay so joey doesn't he's not the biggest snorkeler i'm we're saying that um has the mask mm -hmm. Snorkel combined, like um, for it, because he struggles. He struggles with like vertigo and some stuff like that. So I think this one might work for him and be a little bit better. But um, we're the biggest trip that we have coming up. Like um, is not necessarily one I can do snorkeling, but we are going to be going to back to Big Bend in Texas um, for, for Christmas. So excited about that! But next summer we're going to be doing the Northeast. We have never been to maine new hampshire vermont like those so we're going to be doing doing that and i doubt that i'll be doing snorkeling that i may no. but we definitely on the water like we're taking our paddle boards we're going to be 
doing whatever, any chance we can get on the water. So yeah. And eat some fresh lobster. Exactly. And that's the other probably favorite thing I like to do outside is eat. Like any, <laughs> any food, food is my love language. For real. And yeah. Joey. <laughs> are meant to be above water. Underwater people drown. I'll stay on top of the water. I agree, Joey. I agree. I'm not a strong swimmer. I literally can barely doggy paddle. Not um, even lying. It's okay. It's ridiculous. Oh. Aw. They're so sweet. They are so sweet. They're so sweet. Um, I'm going to break in right here. Yeah. So, as a lot of you know, we have been talking about uh, with fellow podcasters, Budget Overland, um, the Professor Bats and Friends yes. podcast, those guys. Uh, we are doing a listeners camp out <laughs> on December the 8th, which is a week from this Friday. Mm -hmm. And the only way you will know where to go to hang out with us cool people um, is the coordinates. You got to listen to the show. We're not posting it up for you to just sit there and write down where we're going real quick and go. We're telling you. So I'm going to do this twice. I'm going to try to remember to do it twice. Okay. I'm going to give the coordinates right now. So those that are on right now, here is the camp coordinates for the camp out on the 8th. Oh, you guys, are, it's going to be so much fun. It is going to be fun. We got a whole rick of wood. Uh-huh. It's, it's going to be fun. It's going to be fun, I promise. Yeah. So here's the coordinates. Ready? Yes. 35. Point nine seven zero zero three. No way. By negative ninety two point eight eight one four zero. I want somebody yell bingo. I know. I <laughs> Hello. Oh my gosh! I just figured it out. Okay. Uh, Joey, let's go. Well, I hope you're there. <laughs> I keep every day. I keep getting like. I'm like Joey. What if we like at the camp out, what if we do like a, like one night, like we do potluck or like, since it's a Christmas, since it's a <laughs> camp out, maybe we should play Santa. And he's like, um, maybe you should settle down. <laughs> no, he's actually, he's so excited too. So we're, we're looking forward to it. It is always a blast to hang out with all the, like, well, it's always a blast just to be outside, especially this time of year, like when it's all cold and everybody's just brings all their propane fire pits and all their yeah. things and all the things, all the things heat, bring a diesel heater in Arkansas. You can have four seasons in one day. Um, please bring a diesel heater just in case. Yes. Um, and plenty of blankets. Yeah. Um, like we said, we do have a rick of firewood. Um, there will be people with propane fire pits. I'm sure. I love the potluck idea that you're talking about. The hard part of that is, um, is you don't know who is coming. I know. For so, sure. So was, that's yeah. the only thing. Joey says bingo. Tony says Yahtzee. <laughs> Joey says simmer down now. He's gassed up tonight. And fuel. Yes, Jesse. Bring some fuel. Yeah. Bring some fuel for your diesel heater. Yes. It doesn't even have to be diesel. It can be kerosene. For those of you that burn kerosene, I a me. Hi, Amy. Uh, looky here. Amanda says that she's going to work her way here from North Carolina. At least that's the plan. I have the coordinates marked already. Yes, Queen. Oh oh Let's go. Yes. And y'all, the spot's gorgeous. It is such a beautiful. It is a very pretty spot. We've it, been there a couple. I've been there a couple times. I know that Tony and Joey have been there a bunch more times. I believe Benji is also camped there with them and, and other times as well. Um, we did, it's just a, it's, it's a big space. So it accommodates several people. Um, and it's just a really pretty area. And there are, um, there are pit toilets there and that's kind of a, yes. a fun little thing to have too. So you might not have to put your pot but potty <laughs> up or whatever. Um, and they keep them really decent. So that's even better as far mm -hmm. as that goes. Um, so Tony says we're bringing our diesel heater, propane, fire fit and, fire pit and wood correct joey says tony can make crab legs bro <gasps> oh what a good idea that's what, okay i was thinking tony can but we're gonna have to take out a more <laughs> well, okay, but if we i mean i like your style 
We could totally do like a shrimp boil though one night or something. You and me. Yes. Oh, oh. Oh, yeah, sorry. Amanda may win longest distance. Yeah, who's gonna? Yeah, let's get that going. Uh, Jesse knows right where it is. Of course she does. Of course she does. Feral chicks outdoor. Let's see. He's making a face. He's being silly. <laughs> but then Tony breaks in here and says, "I got to go back up in my comments because I get off track." He wants to know what your favorite camp meal is because we know that. You or your spouse don't really cook, right? <laughs> oh, no, I know. Um, so that is so. Oh, I'm wearing my Go Explore sweatshirt because yes, we'll talk about I, that. Yes, I'm I'm being all cozy tonight. But Joey just happens because he hates cooking so much. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> he helps cook for the Go Explore trips when they have them. He is the camp. He and Danielle need to go and scope out the area set up the camps, get all the food ready. And so, gosh, my favorite camp meal that is okay. I adore a good camp taco, like, like that steak, whatever meat you have at yeah. home. Like last year, we just happened to have some steak left over from, you know, um, I'd gotten a big old tomahawk steak for fun for Christmas. Yeah. And so of course, Joey and I couldn't eat it all in one night. So we took it with us. Um, so we're at Big Bend and he's got, you know, poblanos and onions that are sauteing and he just throws the steak in. And, and it's guacamole. Yes. And oh my gosh, the man has a gift. I mean, seriously, one of his spiritual gifts is guacamole. Don't tell him. You, I won't tell him you said that. <laughs> I know. It's so good. So, I mean, I just love, and then you heat that, you know, you've got the the meat all sauteing with the, you know, veggies on the scottle. And then you're able to just heat your, heat your um, tortilla up on the scottle. And I mean, it's just heaven. I just love a good camp taco and you can taco anything, you know, whether it's a breakfast taco or a Absolutely. supper taco. I just some love eggs it. with it, some cheese. Oh yeah. All the things. Joey said it was the biggest tomahawk steak ever. And the thing weighed six pounds. <laughs> well, it was one of those situations where I was mm -hmm. like, oh my look at this thing and I want to buy and you know they have them at Sam's but the ones at Sam's are like humongous and ridiculously expensive so the, Walmart and it wasn't quite as big and it wasn't as expensive and I was like let's do this so I I was like you're good at steak right and he's like oh I can make a steak and then I show up with that thing looking like Fred Flintstone he's like what the heck I know he was like oh, no. and I was like I believe in you I believe in you you can do it exactly exactly <laughs> That's what it was. I was, yeah. Um, that's so, awesome. Yeah, I love a good camp taco. And the other thing that I just cannot usually get enough of, especially when it's nice and like, you know, when, when you need some cozy food, camps, I love soup. We do a lot of like ramen and we'll, um, we found this um, spot in Michigan, like a, a company in Michigan that makes um, soups, like dehydrated soups. But they'll you they'll make them in small packages for two people, which for me and Joey is just like perfect. So perfect. We'll at least um, one evening when we're camping, if we're camping more than just one night, we'll usually have soup for one of our meals, and we just love it. You know, it's a great and some bread and slap some butter on it. It's good to go. Oh my gosh, yes, and that's the thing. Right, bread toasted over the fire with butter mm -hmm. that makes anything heavenly. So I love sub love some bread toasted over the fire too. So I have been jumping into all these here and there after that soup that I found yes. you know, last spring, summer or whatever that came out that I can't find it. I'm so disappointed. Oh, I, it was so like the seafood. It's like a seafood chowder and it was enough for like two people or a great big bowl for one person. Like, but you could do two just regular helpings and throw some bread with it and stuff. It's so good. And I know the boys ate it several times when they went out on their little camping things and stuff. And it was really, yes, it was good. Yeah. I think we still have like maybe one or two left. <laughs> yeah. We're trying to savor them up. I think, you know, we um, used our last one. We had one stuck in the freezer and we used our last one just a couple weeks ago. I mean, it was a sad day in the slate in the house when that happened. Because we were like, there's no more. All these is mm -hmm. right now. Oh, yeah. But we do also, another thing is like, Joey and I are big in Like, I love snacks. I love snacky foods. And so we'll usually always have like summer sausage cut up and just things. And so one of the things that we love that we found at the cheese store is, ca is called bread cheese. And it's like cheese that's been toasted on the outside. Like it's, it's like a flat slab of cheese. And really what it's supposed to do is just you're supposed to put a little bit of oil in your skillet and just 
toast the cheese, like get the cheese warm, and then you cut it up into little squares. And it just makes these little delightful bits of like fried cheese. Why and, do I not know about this? Oh my gosh, Arla, I'll bring some. Cheese is my love language. I know. Okay. It is so fun camping. Just this great little appetizer, just like fried cheese on the scottle. It is so much fun. And it's Dude. nice, warm, and cozy. Cheese is love. Cheese is love. Cheese and chocolate, baby. Let's go. I know. Yes. Let's go back up to this comment from Joey. Tony had the prettiest camp <laughs> or camp pot ever. Oh, that's right. So yeah, we did a little a little boil, and uh, he took a pot from my kitchen, which happened to be a, a Pioneer Woman pot, <laughs> one of the big ones that you know, like the pretty blue and has the flowers on yes. it because I love Pioneer Woman mm -hmm. uh, in my kitchen and he caught so much crap over <laughs> that pot. But he doesn't care. He well, doesn't care. Oh no. Okay. But Arla, like when we went to rendezvous and we were going to have a tagger moth set up so that people could see on the inside, mm -hmm. you and I both were like at dollar. I was like, I got to get a blanket. I got to get a blanket. Yes. I need to make this look cute. Yeah, Joey was like, what are you doing? And I was like, do not question my methods. Like, Making it homie. Hello. Oh, Inviting. Yeah, and it did. It did. Inviting. Look, it did. It, I stole some throw pillows off the couch, threw that blanket up, and it looked so wonderfully soft and inviting. So. And the weather was kind of meh. Yeah. So it was still fun. Rapid. Still a good time. Um, so. I was going to ask this, but you know, Joey's, Joey's doing this too. <laughs> uh, so I know you've been to many countries. I have. Yeah. You're quite the travel. He is as well. Yeah. Um, he's been to more continents than I have been to. He's been to Africa. I haven't been to Africa, but that's one of our goals is to try to set our foot on every continent, like nice. as a married couple. So favorite country that you've been to. Oh, that is hard. Um, okay. Pro oh, that's really hard. Um, place that I will always go back to is Italy. I adore Italy. I, and, um, Germany, Germany is one that like, I was born in Germany. My dad, we spent a summer in Oberammergau when my dad was doing some stuff in like, um, for the military. <clears throat> so when I was in elementary school and we were living in Belgium. Um, so Germany will always have a special spot in my heart. Cause I love the mountains. I love just the cities. I love it all. And then I love the food in Germany. Um, and then Italy, like Italy is the kind of place that you just want to kiss the ground when you're there because you just are like, who could have walked here? Like who, right. who could have been here? And so, you know, and it's got, it's got mountains, it's got lakes, it's got, the, you know, the Mediterranean Sea. So whatever is your bag, Italy's got it too. And the food, the food, I mean, I just can't like, that is one place where I don't think I ever, I, I get tired of the food and it, especially in Italy, like I can, yeah, I was just fine. So yeah, I love Italy. It's just, it's amazing. I can't wait to go there with Joey. So. Oh, how romantic. I know. Yeah. How romantic. Um, I'm going to break in and do something here right fastly. I need to recognize our lady overlander of the week oh my gosh yay lady overlander of the week um let's see who we picked this week let's just see drum roll please we ended up with jamie handel of lady owned toy odes Jamie, uh, she lives up in the Northwest and uh, she started Lady Owned Toyotas and there are tens of thousands of members in that group. Yes. Um, Amy Marler is a proud member. Yes. Amy Marler is an Arkansas ambassador. Aaron's an Arkansas ambassador. I think Ashley is a Oklahoma ambassador. Katie's a Kansas ambassador. I mean, a lot of our, a lot of our girls are ambassadors, but, uh, I, I, I don't want to misquote here, but, um, you know, she started that group to bring, you know, also to bring ladies together, kind of like what we do with this podcast, uh, trying to yeah. get women more involved and, and whatnot. And it's a really great group. They like to uh, give back to charities and 
and, and all those things. And uh, she's a mom of three. And, My word. Uh, and she hustles. She's a hustler. So um, anyway, congratulations to our Lady Overlander of the Week, Jamie Handel. She was nominated by Amy Marler, as a matter of fact. Okay. Awesome. I, yay. That's fantastic. I didn't realize like it is so yeah. neat when you see something, when you see a movement like Lady on um, Toyota's to be able to point to the person and be like, that's who started it all. That's she exciting all. to know that, you know, when you get to know the people behind the projects, I love that. I know. Did you get to meet her more? She came no. down with more. Yeah, I she did, but I didn't have a chance to meet her. Well, actually that's not true. I might have unknowingly met her. Like, like been in the same area that she was like if she was at any of y'all's like round tables and stuff, mm -hmm. but I just didn't realize. Yeah. So. She's, she's, she's pretty cool. Yeah. Well, the Overland community is not too shabby. That's the, yeah. That's pretty cool's the theme. Yeah. I know. We dig the chicks, man. We dig the chicks. Yes. So I know that we touched on how you have, you know, been a big fan of the outdoors and obviously been doing it for a long time and back when you were a kid and whatnot but you are in fact pretty new to the overlanding side i'm very new yes you can't I'm tell that <laughs> at all to be honest um <laughs> well you good you know <laughs> i mean i'm i know you love it because it's outdoors and yes and whatnot. And I, I know you guys have that, uh, the tiger moth that, uh, mm -hmm. some things are coming up with that. Um, I think it's, a, this is going to be its last, uh, this, its last hurrah out with you guys, I believe. Yes. What, uh, yeah. what I heard today on another podcast. Yes. Uh, yeah. We're going to yeah. be, we're going to be, um, switching it over to try out and do some experiment and exploring with the woolly bear. So that's their, um, it's their smaller, you know, they've got like the different, they've got the woolly bear, they've got the tiger moth, they've got the cricket, which is even, which is larger than the tiger mm -hmm. moth. So the um, woolly bear is their smaller trailer and it, instead of having an interior um, sleeping and sitting area, most of it's like, um, it has a, a tent, like a, yeah, a rooftop tent on top of the trailer. And then huh? it like, and then the majority of the trailer is just like outdoor kitchen and storage. So, yeah. So we're going to be trying the woolly bear out. We're excited because I think, um, I think it's one that we're planning on pulling behind the Subaru. And so I think it'll be a lot easier for the Subaru to pull it. So I think it's a, it's about 800 pounds less than the tiger moth, if I remember correctly. Okay. Um, yeah. So it'll be something that the Subaru should be able to handle without any problems. And we realized that, you know, Joey has his trailer that, um, well, it's our trailer, I should say, but it, <laughs> I, you know, yeah, like, that's the joys of marriage, like, puts it in Mars, right? That's and what, right. And what's mine is mine. No, that's I'm, right. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Anyway, um, so he has a trailer already that is pretty heavy. It has an outdoor kitchen. It was made by um, the shop kids at the school district, like um, the high school for the school district that we both work at. Uh -huh. and, um, and so it has a rooftop tin and all that on it. And we realized that um, we didn't need to have a big trailer that the FJ could pull because we already had that. We wanted something that the Subaru could pull that had the kitchen, that had a place where we could sleep. Because right now we were like, we'd rather focus on having that trailer rather than trying to rig out the Subaru with everything. Because... Um, we just, we, we wanted to be able to, if we want to go overlanding with a Subaru, yeah, let's hook the trailer up or, or mm -hmm. if we don't, and we just want to be able to run up, you know, drive across, you know, drive to Michigan where my mom has a, you know, a second home and be able to stay at the house and without mm -hmm. having to pull a trailer, we wanted that as well. So anyway, I think that's what we're kind of landing on for right now as we get started rigging out the Subaru. I know we're bouncing around a lot here because, yeah, yeah that's what it, but oh, that's so the one thing I had is your new rig. Tell us about that and yeah. what, how you guys want to build it out. So you're kind of touching on that at the same yeah. time. Tell us what you just purchased um, yeah. like a month or two ago. What you enjoyed yeah. purchasing? It was just yeah. It was just a just a recent um, just a recent purchase. So both of us um, have older cars. My and we realized you know he has his FJ 
and then um, his service car, like, you know, his cop car. And, um, and we realized, and then I have a Honda and my Honda had over 200,000 miles on it. Like it has like 230,000. His FJ has 30,000 miles on it. And we were like, um, we probably need to get a new car. Like <laughs> it's something that doesn't have quite as many miles on it. So that mm -hmm. way we don't have to work. Cause it was getting to the point where every, when we were taking either of them out for longer trips, we were like, you know, okay. Here we go. Exactly. There was always an engine light coming on, on one of them during a trip. So it was just making, you know, making us nervous. And so it had always been, you know, the Subaru had been on our list and we've been saving our money. So we went and we were able to pick up a white, um, the Overland edition, like the white wilderness edition of the Subaru Forester. And so, um, and that has just been so much thinking about and talking about what we want to do and what our kind of goals are as a couple, like what's the goal as the, what's the goal of having the car? And we did want something that could go, you know, long distance and on our travels and we didn't have to worry about maintenance and, you know, we could, and we still have my Honda because it's a great little get around town car. Grocery gear. Yeah. But I mean, Joey had a lot of fun picking up mm -hmm. stuff that he wanted on it, you know, with the sunroof and the, you know, the mm -hmm. little bat light that like, you, there are these lights that shine on the ground when you um, open, open the door. door. It's so cool. So bougie. Um, yes. So we, and um, after we got it, we were just thinking about, okay, what are the things that have to be in it to really make it as flexible for us as we want? And so I think what we kind of came up with was we want a fridge for the back with a slide. Because, <laughs> well, because, yeah. <laughs> yes, exactly. And so we don't want to, we don't want as much stuff in it as the FJ has. I mean, the FJ has a full outdoor kitchen, all the drawers, you know, it has a rear seat delete. It has the rooftop tent. And we, we were like, we don't necessarily need to make it a little mini FJ, but a fridge, I was like, that will make it as flexible. Like that'll be something that if we have a fridge, that means that we can take it and do like long trips with it and be able to go, you know, eat in the wilderness with it and all that. Um, and then I think for, there's an outdoor kitchen, like a little portable one that Joey has that we'll be using with that. And then of course our, um, my gosh, our jet boil is, you know, we'll have our jet boil. And then I think the other thing is that we've been thinking about is just like, are we going to do rooftop tent on it? Or are we going to do a ground tent that we just throw in the back? You know, there are so many benefits to each, like the flexibility yeah. of, of, you know, the, um, just being able to throw a tent in the back of the car. Um, but I love, I love a rooftop tent. I love the convenience. I love that you just pop it up. I love that you can store your pillows and your blankets yes. in it and you don't have to take up all the space in your car. I love that if you can park your car, that means that you can camp. If you can get your car there, you don't have to then scope out another area. For That's right. It. So, you know, it's just, it's fun thinking about. We haven't yet fully landed on exactly where we're going to be I'm doing with it, but it's just fun thinking about it. So. Absolutely. Um, tell us about the first time that you. Uh, Overly top tent. Oh, the first time. Okay. <laughs> Yes. Okay. So I was, I was like, Oh, the first time we overlanded, that was like our first date. Um, <laughs> okay. So no, the first time in the rooftop tent was last year we went down to Big Bend after Christmas, between Christmas and New Year's. And so we had already gone on a trip together, like for um, Thanksgiving, we'd gone to Santa Fe together, but we hadn't used the rooftop tent. Joey was, um, we ended up staying at a KOA in a little camping cabin. And so, because it just was so cold, like high desert, you know, yeah. people, I didn't realize that the Santa, that Santa Fe is actually in the like Southern Rockies, like mm -hmm. the mountains. It is, it gets cold and crisp at night. It is high desert. And so at night it was like in the twenties. So we didn't, I was thinking we were going to be camping then, but we did not. We, um, so Big Bend was perfect. Big Bend's in South Texas, right at the Big Bend of the Rio Grande. And um, we drove all, we left on the, like, I think it was, we left on the 26th of December last year at like four o'clock in the morning mm -hmm. drove, or three o'clock in the morning, drove all the way down got to Big Bend about four o'clock, like, and we stayed at a little, um, hip camp outside called Coyote Crossing. I think you it's guys- It's a great place. There. Yeah. yeah. There. And Joey, we got there and I mean, within like 30 minutes, he had camp set up and he was cooking a supper, like, 
And it was the coolest thing. I mean, it was like my first time. And I remember on the way down, I was asking like, are there rules for the tent? Because <laughs> well, like my dad always had rules about like, we could never wear our shoes in the tent. We, you know, you don't touch the walls of the tent because that affects the like, Leak. yes, exactly. Yeah. You don't like, you don't eat in a tent, like all this. So I was like, okay, Joey, what are the rules? And he's like, there's no rules. Like, it's fine. Like, you don't understand how great a rooftop tent is. And it's awesome. Like just being able to pop open the windows and have these sweeping vistas of the mountains down and, you know, cause there's mountains down at Big Bend that are just mm -hmm. like the kind of, you know, they're not snow capped. They're the deserty mountains, you know, they're so beautiful. And I mean, it was just like, I felt like a kid in a clubhouse, you know, like I was perched up there <laughs> my book and watching him cook supper and I was just like this is amazing I I fell in love with it like so then after that it was like how, how I was trying to scheme ways that we could like are we gonna go camping this weekend like there were <laughs> one of the funniest moments like seriously like Joey's like going camping with the guys like Scott and all that you know Scott, uh -huh. I I'm like I invite myself along because I'm like we're gonna okay. So it's me and like eight men. <laughs> <laughs> whatever. Yeah, it was pretty funny. One so. of the boys. I mean, whatever. Yeah, yeah. He was yeah. like, yeah, he was a very, very long suffering, sweet boyfriend because I was, yeah, I had to go with him and go camping. I was there. Well, it's a bit of a little long distance thing as well, too. I mean, you were up here in Northwest Arkansas, right? And he was in Central Arkansas. Yes, exactly. So you get your time in when you could. Exactly. So right. I can to be mine. <laughs> right, right. So with your with the with the new Subaru, have you named the Subaru? I well, we 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 call, we call her Sue, but I don't know if that's gonna Sue. Be, yeah, Sue. I know, very original, little Sue. That Suey. Yeah. Sue. That's nice. Yeah, Suey. Yeah. yeah. As dogs, as in the game that comes on in thirty minutes. If y'all are Arkansas fans, hello. No, uh, no, library. I was just thinking cold. It was it was cold when we were there. Yeah, it was it was cold when we were there. But it was hot during the day, but cold at night and windy. Was it really windy when y'all were there? No, it wasn't. Actually, we had a good break in the little uh, area that we were in. You know, there at Coyote Crossing, and the guy that owns that place, man, he's mm -hmm. top notch, man. He is. I mean, seriously, I think what is it like per day? It's like what fifty dollars. Yes, it's super cheap. You know. Super and, cheap. Yeah. And it was just like, it's, it was so cool. As like, if you don't want to have your own little potty station, he does have his little sawdust toilets that you can go use. Yep. So it's really they great. Hmm? They were great. And on his, as you pull into the place and you wind around and you come around and you see the potties on the very back of the potty is a big Arkansas Razorback. Crazy. <laughs> but the guy's from Kansas. It was crazy. <laughs> I loved it. Yeah. I loved so, the place. It was, it was great. It's just been, I think that's been one of the fun things is it's not just the activity that Joey's introduced me to like mm -hmm. overlanding and just getting out and the, like, and exploring the forest roads and the trails through yep. the Ozarks and Wasichalas, but also the community, like getting to see, like being introduced to the community has been probably, has been just as wonderful, if not more so like getting to know you and yeah. Tony and Chris and, mm -hmm. Amy and all the people go explore like it has just been so much fun. Speaking of go explore, I want to do a little plug for them. Uh, yeah. If you're looking uh, to go on any any guided trips, I invite you to check out Go Explore's uh, information and talk to Brad or talk yeah. to Tony or Joey or any of the people on the staff there. Um, she is sporting one of their um, Yep, hoodies. One of their hoodies. Uh, Gia yep. also helps out with Go Explore. Um, I will be going probably on the next trip to um, the Ozarks or is it to the uh, be a driver um, to escort <gasps> the photographer around a bit, maybe, and mm -hmm. him go with other people as well. So um, Danielle, she's another one you could talk to. Um, mm -hmm. Several of them, but. Um, I invite you if you're looking for a guided trip to to hit Brad up. He's got several things already planned for this next year that are pretty look pretty yeah. exciting. So yeah, he's trying. He's planning on having at least five trips next year. Yep. 
So, and usually one of them is usually a ladies trip. At least one of them is a women's only trip where, yep, yep it's all women drivers and women spotters. Um, mm -hmm. But yeah, they're Ozarks. I know they've got one in the Ozarks. They'll have another one in Kentucky. There's a chance of a go explore like adventure to Colorado, possibly. Not sure That's about that. being kicked so, around a little bit. Yeah. yeah. That's a big trip. That's a real big trip. Um, yeah. That's the farthest they've gone out so far. I mean, they've been to Kentucky and, mm -hmm. and whatnot. Um, the women's trip. Let's, let's hit on that a minute. Uh, yeah. They just had that a few weeks ago, about a month yeah. ago, uh, Kara McClellan and, and Danielle. Um, yes. Led that. Yes. Um, Brad stayed back. Usually Brad is the leader. Uh, Brad stayed back and he uh, helped Joey cook uh, mm -hmm. and whatnot while the ladies went out and did their thing. And you, you were on that trip and you went out with the ladies I did. And, I did. And, and did all that. And it was a pretty successful trip. The weather was not fantastic. But, but I tell you what, if you watch the video with uh, Ozark Overland Adventure that they threw out there, um, they didn't let anybody stop them. I think that's the no, thing. it was just spot on. They, everybody had such a great time. Everybody had such a great time. And that's, that's awesome. Cause you know, let's be honest, this, this industry or this hobby we're in is mostly men. Um, mm -hmm. And us as women are trying to promote and get other women out of their mm -hmm. comfort zone to come out and try it, you know, just come yeah. out and try it. Um, and it's an opportunity to just see what you can do exactly right. and to be yeah so um like it was i think in that that thing about the weather you know that statement like the saying like bad roads lead to good stories yes. bad, bad weather also leads to good stories you know and people i think it just gives them another opportunity to be mm -hmm. like them against the elements them against because you know it's not it's it's that's the thing the environment on a women's trip i usually i find is usually very very supportive super supportive and it's just like let's figure this out let's be there for each other and and um yeah. give everybody the opportunity to do as much as they want to do and can do but then it's an opportunity for you to kind of prove to yourself what you can do and an opportunity to be you know put yourself against the elements and like when, right. when you throw the weather in there it even it, it adds that much throw more. the weather in there and you're on a trail ride it's exactly. slick it's nasty yes. if you're a spotter you got to get out and spot the people through and you know it's it's sloppy so if you're think yeah. if you think you're not going to get dirty going out and doing these things then it's it's maybe it's not for you but you're missing out on a great time yeah you really are. And it is so cool because you see these, um, a lot of the women that were on the Go Explore trip last time were ones that had been previously with their husbands. Yes. And it yeah. was just so cool to see like the confidence, like with every trail ride, just grow and grow and grow. And the things mm -hmm. that they tried, like women that had never used their winches before that got to use and figure out how to use their winch for the first time. Like they knew, they knew intellectually how to do it, but hooking everything up and yeah. Anyway. <laughs> So. It was so cute. You came in and told Joey you had a great time, and Joey was, was all, we're not Jeep people. That is, but aren't you? <laughs> Best to be driving Jeeps, that. baby. Yeah, I did drive Kara's Jeep through a couple water crossings. So, yeah, I was that day. We were like, ooh. I <laughs> and right before... Right before I did, like, right before I was going through the first crossing, I had somehow, like, when Kara handed me the radio, I had somehow turned the volume all the way down, but I didn't. Oh, she's like, hello. Yeah, exactly. So she's, like, trying to tell me, like, hey, turn these lights on and do this. And I was like, do, do, do. Like, yeah. Hey. Yeah, exactly. Hey. Yeah, exactly. That's hilarious. Yeah. Anyway, go explore. Check them out if you want to do a guided trip. They feed you. They do the whole nine yards. It's planned from front to back, loaded up. And best, I, cooks you, best cooks you could have, Joey and Danielle, throw it down. Yeah. You eat better there than you do at your home. Yeah. Fact. And that is one thing, like, being somebody new to the overlanding, yep. not sure. Like, if I didn't have Joey... And like, and have him introduce me to the community, have him who like, he's teaching me how to air, air down the tires, you know, that I would be like, I'm not sure how to get my foot in the door. You know what I mean? Yeah. But go explore as a way like to, to ease your way into the community. First of all, because you meet people in the community, but second, like it's the support of like, you're not figuring out the trail for yourself for the first time. There's somebody that you're with, you know, you're there. It's just a really great way. If you're just starting out as an overlander, 
I would completely, that is how I would do it. So absolutely. Yeah. Or even if you're not just sitting around, like if you like to do things in community, it's a great community to be a part of. Yeah, absolutely. So I know that um, you're newlywed. Yes. Um, very newlywed. About, about six months now. Um, but you guys did take an epic trip for your yeah. honeymoon, like about five weeks. Yes. And went up into the upper peninsula let's hit on that for for a minute or two and talk oh, about that oh my gosh okay so joey after we got married um we were like he's like well what do we want to do and I, I was like um but we were like of course we want to disappear for a while because we both work for the school so we've got the time off so it was just an epic trip okay our, our life you have to tell you we started out going to Kentucky because my sister has a farm in Kentucky. That's where she and her husband and kids live. And Joey hadn't seen the farm yet. Mm -hmm. And I got to see the farm. And I thought, and I was like, they have all this land. It's this great place. We're going to camp at the farm. Okay, Arla, we get there. It is like a hundred. Oh, PJ. PJ's here saying hi. Um, hi, Yeah. Okay. Anyway, so we get there. And it is a hundred degrees and it is so hot. And I yep. just am about to cry. I do cry. And I'm like, this is not what it's supposed to be like. So we end up because, and the, the area that we're, we're going to camp is by a lake. Well, it had dried up. The lake was essentially mostly dry, <laughs> boggy mosquito mess. So we spent the first night of our honeymoon, instead of camping by this idyllic lake and my sister's property, we spent it in my sister's guest bedroom, which has a twin bed. So that is how <laughs> Big spoon, little spoon. Yes, exactly. And yeah, exactly. In my sister's house. That's exactly where I'm sure. So we, um, after we left Kentucky and seen the farm, we um, went up and we stayed for a night and like um, we checked out some hip camp places. So we stayed for a night in a vineyard and um, like in the FJ. And then we stayed for a few nights at my mom's um, home in South Haven. And then we took off. And we headed up and our first night camping, we actually like in the Upper Peninsula was right across um, the, it was on the UP, but it was right across from Mackinac Island. And mm -hmm. we were um, we were right by the Mackinac Island Bridge. So, I mean, we're talking, it was just gorgeous. I mean, the wind coming off of the lake though was complete, was fierce. Like we were sitting there in our puppy mm -hmm. jackets. I had Peach, you know, PJ wrapped up in a blanket. But we just had the best time. We didn't have any set, you know, other than like, like we want to see this town. We want to see this town, but we didn't have any set campsites or anything like that. So I think like the next night we were able to spend some nights like in National Forest, like um, right on Lake Superior then um, and just spent like time in Lake Superior paddleboarding and um, exploring tons of towns. There's also like they have, you know, a very um, unique cuisine up in the upper up in the um, upper peninsula. So they have these things called um, pasties, which are like meat pies. And so we, mm -hmm. we started having to find the best pasty. And then um, and then we traveled from the UP over into um, Wisconsin, spent a night in Wisconsin, like on the um, Lake Superior, like in this field of wildflowers that Joey had found on hip camp. I absolutely stunning. Like oh. it was so beautiful. And then, um, and then from there, I have a friend who had a cabin in Ely, Minnesota, right on the boundary waters. And so we stayed there on the boundary waters in that cabin for another week before we got oh. back to FJ and like camped our way back home. We just had a blast and it was just, it's the kind of thing that makes you fall in love with overlanding even more because you realize mm -hmm. it doesn't, it doesn't mean you have to stay. You don't have to camp. Like we had lots of evenings where we were either in cabins or like a motel, right. but it just means that you can, and you're able to be so much more flexible. Like every, anything, any piece of land can become, a, if you're, if you're allowed to camp there, it can become your, your bedroom and your kitchen. And it just is like, Absolutely. it makes life so much more flexible and fun. So we just had a blast. I'm like, I, I'm trying to think of like, I mean, like we just, we just had an absolute blast. I learned so much about, we learning so much about each other and learning so much about overlanding and how to take, how to set stuff up and do our gear, like just becoming, you know, even more of an expert. That's one thing I, it was kind of like, I hate not feeling like that. I hate feeling like I don't know how to do something, you know, right. like, like that Joey's the only one that can put the tent 
or that Joey's the only one that knows how to do this. And so it's always like, show me how to do this. How can I, you know, what more can I do? Like, so it's so much fun, like this sense of purpose when we get into camp, like knowing like he's going to tackle these things and I'm going to tackle these things and both of us do what it takes to make it like, make it fun. So, yeah. I get that. Tony spoils me. He usually just takes over and does things, which, you know, he, he shouldn't, but he does. And, you know, when we go together, you know, if we're not, then it's different, but obviously, but he, he'll just jump right in there and start doing things. And I'm just like, no, okay. <laughs> I'll be over here looking cute. Oh, okay. That's another thing. Um, that's another reason why the woman go explorers trip was so like helpful because there are things that Joey does that he's able to just because he's strong, like yes. just brute, brute force. He Upper body strength. Yes. yes. It is different. And so there were things like putting the tent up, like, it wasn't something that I was able to do until I saw a woman, how she was able to do it and be like, and she did it at opposite way of what Joey did because she's like, Oh, I can't do it that way. It takes too much. If I do it this way, I'm able to finagle it better. And so I tried it her way and it worked for me. So that's another thing. Like yeah. there's sometimes things that, they do that they're able to do because they're stronger that I like, I just don't have the strength for. So I've got to figure out a more, a different way, a more unique way of getting it. Sure. So Not everybody does that the same way. Yeah. You figure out your own. Your own thing and exactly that. Absolutely. Okay, so one more time, I'm going to give the camp coordinates. Okay. December the eighth, the podcast listeners, camp out, epic, first ever one, budget Overland, Ooh. Overland podcast, Professor Bats and Friends, Lady Overlander Radio, and whoever shows up. If you don't show up, you're missing. You're missing out. <laughs> I ain't, I ain't clowning with you here. All right, here's the coordinates one more time for some of you that may not have been on. It's 35.97003 by negative 92.88140. Again, we will not be posting it out with the coordinates or the location. Those are the coordinates. Put them in and come on with it. There might be some people come out the 7th uh, to make sure it's a big space, plenty of room. The more the merrier. Party. Let's go. It's so fun. <laughs> Yo, people. It, it might be cold, but who cares? We've got tents, man. Got heaters. Okay. And seriously, like, that is part of the fun. Is it is part of the fun. No bugs. Like, that there's. There's not going to be any ticks or chickers. No, no snakes. No. And it means that, like, I mean, plus it gets dark early enough where you can actually have yep. a nice campfire before it gets super yes yes also um saturday uh, i know that there's a few that are always talking about uh, planning um a ride going out on a trail awesome. I, I will be one of those people that goes yeah. out on a trail just we throw that right out right meow mm -hmm. um or whatever and also something that will be um coming to a campsite near you is that right there <gasps> no uh Homemade wine too. Bringing your grape wine. I'm not saying that there is many jugs in my pantry right now, uh, percolating and getting ready, but it will be ready just in time for the campout. So if you're cold and you need to warm up, you can have some homemade wine, but not too much because it's strong. <laughs> I'm so excited. Okay. Yeah. Everybody gripes like Tony, you're making homemade wine. You're making homemade wine. You're making homemade wine. <laughs> Bring some homemade wine. So I brought it home from the store. I said, here, make this homemade wine. <laughs> okay. This is awesome. Okay. What's your favorite? What's your camp snack? Like, what's the thing that you like to bring with you, Arla, to munch on? I'm all about the munchie. Man. Oh, Gen Xers, y'all can't come, but we should be able to make it set. Okay. Come out Saturday. Just come on. It's okay, Friday night. I understand. It's okay. Come out Saturday. Let's go. Okie Overland. Those boys and stuff, they're coming out on Saturday. Right over with them. Oh, my gosh. You're good. Yeah. yeah. Um, favorite snack. I'm a snacky snack person, too. If I don't have snacks and a Mountain Dew, don't come talk to me, especially in the morning. I'm just, you know, I'm just not, I'm not that girl. And I'm sorry I'm not, but I'm just not. <laughs> I don't have a Mountain Dew in my hand or an iced coffee of some sort. Mm. Can't have coffee. 
I think that's one of my favorite things at camp is like waking up to just coffee. It's See, I don't like hot coffee though. I'm like the bougie coffee drinker. And I just started that probably in the last two years, but I just don't like hot coffee. I just don't. But if I have a Mountain Dew in my hand, you're safe to approach. Got it. Safe to approach, but I'm a snacky snacker. So I like just having like chips or um, jerky. I like Yum. to have jerky on hand. I like to have grapes or some sort of fruit to month on. Cheese sticks. Hey, aren't you working or something? He got mad. Don't be feeling the spotlight, Broseph. Oh, I know. Um, cheese sticks, like pepper oh. jack cheese sticks. Okay. Oh, my goodness. So good. Okay, I'm going to bring, I think, well, I'll try to bring some bread cheese so you can try that. And yeah. then balls. We got okay. I love sausage balls. So sausage balls, like with the biz quick and all the things. Yeah. Girl. Because this season I can eat I can eat a thousand of those and it's <sighs> me too. Me Between too. And New Year's, I'm gonna it's sausage ball city, baby. Ooh, baby. I can make a cheese ball. <gasps> yes. We got crackers it. and a cheese ball. I made yeah. one of those in a hot minute. And then Tony says I need to make Oreo balls. So maybe I'll make some Oreo balls oh, for camp out too. Like the little Oreo truffles? Yeah. Oh, I do the chocolate outside. I'm not a white chocolate person, no. but I mean, I can make them because there might be people that do like them. But I'll make the peanut sandwich. butter balls. Then. Sausage balls from Rito were awesome. Did you ever bring sausage balls at Rito? Who did? I didn't have sausage balls at Rito. What the? I need sausage. Somebody brought sausage balls. Oh. That, well, um, bring the Oreo truffles. I'll bring the Buckeyes. Like, you know, the peanut butter balls. Oh, I love those so much. The chocolate oh. peanut butter balls. Okay. Girl, I'll eat every damn one of those. I'm not even fronting. <laughs> so exciting. Yes. See, I know. It's like just, it's, it's an excuse to just eat more food and different kinds of food. Snacks. If I'm in a car, whatever. If you're traveling with me, there better be a snack bag in the car. <laughs> Exactly. Uh, Amanda, do you think that uh, maybe that was, um, oh, I'm trying to think of her name. Um, oh, I can't believe I can't think of her name. Leslie with Pro Tire? Oh. She might have brought those? Mm -hmm. I think that the, she might have brought those. Yeah. Yeah. I think so. Oh, I don't yeah. know. Hit me up and tell me. Hit me up and tell me. It's about food. Um, so, oh, she says, I think so. So, yeah, I think that's what I didn't get to have any of those. Probably a good thing because nobody else would have got to have any of those. Just all about me. I'm an only child. So there's that. Oh, I'm, I'm becoming more like an only child. <laughs> <laughs> well, Tony's an only child. Our daughter's an only child. I'm an only child. It gets a little power struggle in our house, we'll say. <laughs> About who's gonna, yeah, yeah who's gonna yeah. do what? So, yeah. I was, Joe, I was like, I, I think I'm losing the ability to share, and he was laughing at me. <laughs> but if you hang around me, you're, you're gonna lose that ability. <laughs> I can't help it. At least I admit my imperfections. Okay, it is no, it's all good. It's can't all good. It. We need to go around. We don't have we need to go around. Amanda, I hope you make it to the to the camp out girl. I really do. That's a long haul for you. I really appreciate that. You're really going to try to be there. That's pretty awesome. Yeah. You just miss your Arkansas peeps. I get it, girl. It's all good. It's going to be so all fun. Good. Yeah. So real quick, I need yeah. to make a little, um, it's Christmas time. People it's Christmas time. Go to shop overland apparel. <gasps> yeah. Get the merch. Mm -hmm. This is the new LOR. I love it. And this, kick butt hat this white camo with our little logo on there and maybe, i get so many compliments on this hat and oh, i love this hat okay like, go is. buy your merch if it isn't ours buy anybody's it's there they they represent so many different people shop overlandapparel.com jared and kayla top-notch people bust their butt get your stuff out you do not wait for product they are right on it so christmas time Yes. Get your favorite Overlanders their gear, man. Get your favorite Overlanders their gear. Yes. This yep. Is Amanda got her hat, an LOR hat, all the time, girl. Yes, queen. Oh, yeah. Yes, me and bro. Miss y'all. Come on, Bo. Bring Bo. Bring Bo. So, anyway, go shop OurlandApparel.com. Haven't plugged them in a hot minute. Order some merch. They'll get it out before Christmas. They got you on that. 
uh, that's pretty much it. Y'all come to the camp out. Did you have something else, Gia? You look like you want to say something. Just excited. I'm excited. Yeah, it's going to be so much fun. Yeah. Yay, Amanda. Glad he's coming with you. Awesome. Yep, I'm excited. It's going to be a great time. Um, taking off Friday. I don't know if anybody else is going to be doing that or sneaking out late or whatever, but um, Tony may try to go on Thursday if he gets his schedule clear, but more like it might be Friday. Um, we might have to go separately. I have some stuff going on. He's got stuff going on, um, but somebody will be out there early. Oh, good. Somebody from the podcast, one of the podcasts will be out there uh, when people start to arrive. Um, so anyway, I really hope we get a good turnout on that. It's going to be a really great time. Um, thank you all for joining us tonight and listening to us ramble on. Yeah. Thank you to Gia. Gia, Me. if people want to find you yes, and your family, where do we find you? Okay. Um, Instagram. I'm at hopefully ever after. Like that has been, I know that is, I love it. Yeah. I hopefully ever after I'm not on Facebook. I'm just on Instagram. That's okay. But my husband is on face. He's on all the things he's on Facebook and TikTok instead yes. whatever. So talk. Yeah. So Joey, the professor or yeah. Anything. Here we go. Overland. Yeah. Say it again. Here we go. Overland. Yeah. Here we go overland. So um, all of those, if you find one of them, you'll find probably all the others, but we, and he, um, you know, plug for the professor Batson Finn's podcast. Cause it's both mm -hmm. of our significant others that do it. And it's so much fun to listen to as well. So yeah. Mm -hmm. So you can find me at hopefully ever after, or you can find me um, also through my husband. So there awesome. we go. Uh, yeah. One last plug, Tony. Good point. Uh, trail riders need to fuel up before they get to camp. Yes. Make sure oh. you get the last fuel stop. Yes. We're going to be a little minute from the fuel. Yes. So make sure you do that or bring some extra fuel with you in your rota pack or whatever, or your jerry can. So uh, anyway, thank you so much Gia, for being on with us tonight and all those things that I can't wait to see you at the, at the camp yeah. out. Thank you. I've missed you, Arla. It's going to be so good to see you. I missed you too. Oh, okay. thank you everybody. Have a great week. Bye, y'all. Bye.